New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support. Hello, I'm Justine Willis-Toms. Today I'm hosting Christina Rasmussen. She's the author of Where Did You Go? A Life-Changing Journey to Connect with Those We've Lost. Christina, you've developed a way to be in contact with those who have died, and it's through something you call Temple Journeys. Mm-hmm. So how do we open the door to communicate with those who have passed on? That was the exact question I asked myself. And I said, what if there was a way to them versus them coming to us? And also, what if there was a way that was not scary? I have people saying to me, Christina, I'm afraid to open the book. I'm afraid to go to the doorway. I read all the way to chapter three, and now that I have to do the exercise of the door, which is the very first exercise and the first step, I'm afraid to go and see what I'm going to find there. And I always say to them that the temple world, and I called it the temple world, which is the temple journeys, which is a very, very simple framework in order to make the invisible world more visible so the brain can stop being afraid of where it's going so it can let us go there. And I took the science and I took how reality is made of through quantum mechanics and I came up with a step-by-step gateway into a reality that is outside of the third dimension, into a deeper reality that is non-local, it has no time and space, and we're able to first and most importantly connect with those we've lost and then move beyond that connection and learn how we get to observe and create reality from a dimension outside of this one. So, Christina, I'm personally baffled Mm -hmm. by those people who would be fearful about being in contact with someone who has passed on. And secondly, I know that you have said that oftentimes when a loved one or someone in our life that has meaning to us has passed on, it can be a door opening. Mm -hmm. In my own personal experience, when my mother died, I was almost there at the moment of death, but not quite. Yeah. You know, she passed on and I was not there. And I didn't know exactly when that moment was. My aunt called me right afterwards. But just before my aunt called me, I was laying down in bed and I had this moment. I was flooded yes. with this vibratory mm-hmm. energy of unconditional love. I'd only felt that one other time in my life, and I felt my whole body just tingling with unconditional love. And then the phone rang, and it was my aunt, and she said, my mother had just passed. Now, it took me years to connect those two, but that's what you're talking about, 
that's this, that vibratory world that's beyond And we this. are entangled with the person who's leaving this dimension, right? So when they're on their way out of this hologram, that opening takes place. And a lot of people are afraid to look and see and go and find out. The unfortunate thing is our culture and our media has made us think of the world beyond as darkness, as ghosts, as spirits that are stuck. And from a very traditional religious point of view, I've been hearing from people who read the Bible that we are not allowed and we would go to hell if we try to connect with those who have passed. And I have received messages like this by the many. <laughs> and so when we are told growing up and told as adults that you don't go there, and there, there's someone who comes here and says, you can open a higher level of vibration and energy into a reality outside of this one where you can connect with those we've lost, then, then we feel afraid. What if it's dark and scary, just like everyone told us that it was? I've had many people asking this following question. What if all these spirits that are stuck get attached to me when I come out and I get sick? So what should I do? I feel like they're zapping my energy. I said, no, 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 no. No. This is not that. Whatever you've been told or the limbo, like my person is in, in limbo, that they haven't found their way to the higher realms and they're stuck. These are just human versions of the world that is invisible, the quantum mechanics. I looked at mass and science and particle and waves and the laws, the observer effect, the multiverse, the, the way that reality is created to find my, my guy, my husband. I did not go into this world thinking that it was dark and scary. But what I'm realizing, I'm learning, is that a lot of people have those beliefs and we have to help them, remove them. I know that you say about visiting mm -hmm. this multi-universe, yes. like beyond our three-dimensional one that we normally live in, you say it's filled with joy, energy, Calm. and bliss. Yeah. Uh, are, are three words, and yes. calm yes. is another word. Yeah. You can add calm yeah. to it, and yeah. there's a knowingness in intelligence. it. Intelligence. There is intelligence in it, and it's not a fearful place. Now, I know that you have a thousand people mm -hmm. that you're in contact mm -hmm. with, and maybe more than mm -hmm. a thousand, that have done these journeys mm -hmm. that you suggest yes. doing. And have you ever had one report back that it was a dark, scary place? A couple of days ago, we had someone who said, I think I had a disturbing experience. And I went to read exactly what, what was it they were saying. And they said that she saw her husband with a sister that she never knew he had. So this was the first time. So she was accessing information that she didn't know about. And with his mother. And she was confused as to why her husband was with a sister that she didn't know he had. And it was interesting because the rest of the group, even before I responded, immediately said, it seems like you came into new information about your life that you didn't know about when your husband was alive. And that disturbed her. So she wasn't scared that it was dark, but she, was, she used the word that she was disturbed and she felt that they were blocking the door. She felt that her husband, the sister she didn't know he had, and his mother were blocking the door of the temple that she couldn't get in. 
So that was one. And another one was with the guy that was blocking the door. We've had people see animals a lot, wolves, a lot of wolves. I mean, we're talking about all the people who are journeying are in, they live all over the world. India, UK. I mean, this is not just cultural. We've had dragons. I took to the temple world once. My biggest group was 350 people. I was on stage and I took them all together. <laughs> that took a lot of courage and guts because <laughs> I didn't know what was going to happen, of course. And I took them there and back. And I remember this woman raising her hand. She was probably in her late 60s. She said, first of all, my dad died when I was three years old. And I saw him immediately as soon as he was there. And then he pointed at this beautiful dragon. And she got up and she was so perplexed. And she's like, Christina, what was that? What? And my response to the things that we see inside the temple is, what do you think it was? Because you have the answer to all the visual images the temple world is giving you. You will receive information in a visual way, in a known word way, in a feeling way. Uh, there is a vibration intelligence there that is very hard to find with our eyes open and with seeing in the hologram. Oh, and I have to mention this. For people who find it really hard to shut down their senses to travel, I do have journeys that you can download for free. You don't even have to put your email. None of that. You download them for yourself. We created these vibrational sounds. But I also recommend sensory deprivation tanks, the float pods, whatever you call them, where you go and you don't feel your body and there's darkness and there's no sound. My journeys in the sensory deprivation tanks, Justine, oh my God. Yeah. I mean, it slows down so much. I can hear inside the temple like this. Amazing. <laughs> now, what would you say to those who come back and say, Oh, well, this was just my imagination. Yes, and I have that sometimes. People say, you know, I went, I met my wife, my husband, I came back. Did this really happen? And I always say, keep doing the journeys. And one day you will experience something that is so emotionally charged and so something that you could have never imagined that you will know. And for some people that's early on. There was a woman there yesterday that was trying for three weeks and nothing was happening. She couldn't even get through. She didn't see anything. And all of a sudden, boom. And I love those even more because when you have someone who can't get anywhere for so many days in a row and then all of a sudden, out of the blue, it happens. So you're saying persist. Persist because you're fighting against decades of, of living life one way and he, and. And the good news about putting everyone in one group that people can share, people see other people's journeys and they say, I want what they experienced and they waited and they pushed on. And that people give advice for each other. I don't even have to comment anymore. So that's <laughs> another thing that you really encourage people to do after taking any one journey and they right. write down, they journal what they yes. saw. But then they share it with Huge others. Validation and acknowledgement. I always say, uh, read this book with a group. Put a group of people around you that are going through the same experiences. So validation, acknowledgement of each other's journeys and also sharing them because we bring them to reality. We bring them to here. We actually, when we talk about our journey, it's like we're bringing that experience here. 
And my favorite part, and I always say this, and I close my eyes when I say it because it's such a dramatic statement. We are making new memories with the people we've lost. That's very powerful. Our relationship is ongoing. It's not static like, okay, it just stopped when they passed. So when you visit with someone you've lost 20 you've lost them 20 years ago and all of a sudden you see them and you have an experience that's a memory your brain registers that as a new memory when i saw my husband in the temple journey for the first time he was sitting at a cafe in paris and he looked at me and the first thing he said to me bring me the girls <laughs> and i brought the girls and we hugged together for the first time and the kids were teens instead of four and six years old so it's Creating new memories and having a different type of relationship with someone who is no longer in the holographic universe in the way that they were. I'm just looking up holographic, that whole idea Mm -hmm. of a holographic universe. And in that holographic universe, it says the brain uses memories in creating the hologram. There's so much on that, by the way. There's books written about that. So when you're going and you're seeing someone you haven't seen since 1955, what do you think that is? You just made a new memory of that relationship with the person, with the exactly. people. Exactly. And it's registered. it's registered. And it's there. It's real. And, and it's, felt. It, it's in my body yeah. now. We have yes. so many parents who lost their sons and daughters. And you have a daughter. I have two daughters. Did, yeah. Two daughters and one. one of them, yes. She was only four years old when her father died. Yes, and the other one's six. And so when I took them to the temple the first time, they had their own experience. They came back and they said, Mommy... This was amazing. Who taught you how to do this? <laughs> and I said, Mommy did. I created it. And Mommy, that's so cool. And, and now my girls, they go to the temple world whenever they want to feel better, when they want to have a new experience with their dad. And actually, what I'm really grateful for, not only for my kids, but the people who are grieving, is that that need to connect goes away. And people, when I first say this to people, are like, Christina, what do you mean? I'm always going to want to connect. And I say to them, there's healing that takes place in the connections you have. And there will come a time when you don't need that as much as you did in the beginning. Oh, I want to thank you. There's so much that we could go into. We're just scratching the surface of the work that you're doing. And I want to thank you so much for being part of the New Dimensions Cafe today, Christina. Justine, thank you for having me. And this was too much fun. Oh, it was awesome. Thank you. <laughs> Thank you. I've been speaking with Christina Rasmussen. She's the author of Where Did You Go? A Life-Changing Journey to Connect with Those We've Lost. And if you want to know more about her work, you can go to her website, ChristinaRasmussen.com. And she spells her last name R-A-S-M-U-S-S-E-N. ChristinaRasmussen.com, or you can get there through the New Dimensions website, newdimensions.org. I want to thank you for joining us on the New Dimensions Cafe, and I invite you, please do join us again. You've been listening to the New Dimensions Cafe. This series of shorter interviews features many of the remarkable guests also featured on our internationally syndicated one-hour New Dimensions radio series. To access more than a thousand hours of programs, to subscribe to our newsletters, or to become a member, please visit us at newdimensions.org.
New Dimensions Radio has been making a difference on our planet since 1973, thanks to the generosity of our listeners. You too can help make a difference with a tax-deductible donation or membership. Please visit our website, newdimensions.org, and just click the Donate button. We at New Dimensions thank you for your support.